0: You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who
1: is that? Quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review, it's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands. Cause Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. Don't go outside cause it's gross and icky. Who is that?
0: try that again when I'm not choking on water. Well, hello there. (laughs) Hi, this is Kevin Anderson from the Bleak and Review podcast. How are you doing? Sorry there wasn't an episode last week. I wish I had an excuse other than I just completely forgot about it (laughs) and and, uh, went out of town and and didn't uh, have anything ready to go and had no means to record while out of town. So sorry about that. That's why you're getting this today. This is a special Patreon unlock uh, from the patreon.com slash bleak and review feed that up until right now was available only to all you money bags over there who are giving me a few dollars a month to hear extra content. This is uh, going to be an episode of the show formerly titled One and a Half Men with me and Hollis Black, which we recently renamed Fun Hinged because One and a Half Men was a joke that we thought was funny. And, you know, it's still funny, but it's not a very catchy title, and it's like, well, do we have to bring the host's gender into this? Let's make it more catchy and about what the show is about, which is unhinged media in all of its forms. And in this episode, uh, a listener suggested that we watch an anime called Food Wars, and that's what this episode's about. Food Wars the anime. If you haven't seen it, I mean, you're going to hear all about it, but there's going to be some spoilers. We only watched like half of the first season or something like that, uh, five or six episodes, which probably isn't half, because don't all animes have to be like 98 episodes a season for some reason? That's all I remember about my brief stint with anime as a child, is it took uh, Goku an entire season to throw a spirit bomb at Frieza, and it still didn't kill him, but you know what did? A sword. So, you know, I have a contentious relationship with anime. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, this is a little taste of what's going on over there at patreon.com slash This is a fun episode. Uh, your suggestions uh, for the Patreons who are currently listening to this free one, your suggestions are not going unheard. We have a big old list going. Um, our lives are also settling down. Hollis and I are getting our shit together. So we are going to be having more frequent listener suggested episodes coming out and uh, you'll enjoy those too. And I guess before we get into the episode, since this is, you know, I did use the Bleak and Review Quarantine Quickie theme song, I should probably do a tiny little bit of an intro here. I'll just tell you a little bit about my uh, my Thanksgiving week before we get into this Patreon content. I felt like I experienced five years in one week. <laughs> if you've been listening regularly, you know I've been uh, all over the place, emotionally speaking. I uh, had a little fling with a neighbor that kind of hurt my heart for a little bit but then I realized I was just regressing to past emotional bullshit and I've made peace with that largely due to the fact that I went out to the mountains and chilled out with my mom and her boyfriend who I got into an argument with uh about defunding the police which I guess means he's my stepdad now. I don't know I don't I don't know the rules on that but I'm pretty sure he's technically my stepfather now but he's great. He's great. He treats my mom real good and uh and we had a great time, you know, out there just having a having a having ourselves a bit of a mountain time. And it's interesting because in the midst of all that, I was also <laughs> the day before I left to drive up to Sacramento, uh we had a bit of a bender of like in the commune of kevin's kevin's leaving and we're not gonna see each other for the holidays so let's do all of the cocaine and smoke weed and drink whiskey (laughs) um yeah Uh, oh and by the way podcast i'm gonna invoke podcast clause that i'd i wouldn't do cocaine this is satire all right cool get off my back cops a cab and then uh got up there i still had some drugs on me when I got up to Sacramento, didn't take a lot of drugs. You know, maybe a little bit of Xanax to help me sleep um, after the drive because you know anxiety and stuff. And I was still kind of reeling in my emotional trauma, that my perceived emotional trauma. And then had a very decompressing weekend, and then connected with somebody else who is much more my speed, and I'm having a great time talking to her and. I feel really cool about that. And it's like that all happened in the span of like a couple days. And then I come back to Sacramento on Saturday, the 28th. It's a two-hour drive from the cabin we were at in the mountains back to my mom's house in Sacramento. Found out that uh, my neighbor died. My mom's neighbor, guy that lived across the street my whole life when I grew up there. He had cancer. He passed away, unfortunately, the night before, uh, Black Friday. And I found this out and was like, I should probably just go to L.A. right now because I haven't seen these people in a long time. This is a very raw thing. I know how I was when my dad passed away, and I you don't want to be smothered with people trying to do right by you. So as I was gearing up, packed up, ready to go, I told my mom I was going to do a little bump of cocaine to help me uh, drive. You know, it is, it's a, it's probably the most responsible drug you can do Uh uh, and drive, I think, because you're just focused and alert, and you know, maybe you're chain smoking too much, but it's much better than drunk driving or stone driving, I think, and I'm very open with my mother about these things, and she's like, oh, okay, cool, we'll have fun, and so I did a little bump, again, podcast clause, and as I'm about to get in my car and leave, I run into the grieving daughter of the neighbor who just passed away, who I have not seen in 15 years And I had just taken cocaine and was a little chatty, but we ended up hugging and, you know, I gave her some, I gave her a lot of dead dad therapy in the 10 minutes or so that we talked because she knows that I've been through it four years ago. And it was very weird to briefly reconnect with somebody like that and then be like, well, see you later. I'm going back to L.A. So, I don't know, I wish them the best, I hope they're doing okay, and I hope all of you are doing okay out there, and thanks for letting me uh, ramble at you a little bit in this intro. We're going to cut the intro off here, we're going to have a regularly scheduled leak and review on Friday as well, I believe Joe Kay will be the guest, so keep an eye out for that. But for now, enjoy this Patreon unlock of Fun Hinged, episode 4 from September 30th, about Food Wars, the anime.
1: Woo-hoo!
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of One and a Half Men, dear Patreon subscriber. In this episode, I, Kevin Anderson, and my co host Hollis Black discuss the very perverted food based anime Food Wars. This is our first listener-submitted subject for discussion. So thank you to Bleak and Review Patreon subscriber Rudy Rueda for recommending this bit of filth. (laughs) This strange... I mean, you'll hear. You'll hear about it. I don't have to go into it right now. All I will say, quick content warning. Not that it's a big deal, but hey... You pay me a little bit of money for this, so I should treat you like a VIP and just in case you want content warnings about things. That was almost a sentence. You get it. Uh, Yeah, we definitely talk about uh, hentai-ish porn stuff in this, which by the very nature of it means that we get into some discussions of sexualizing children in different forms of media and pedophilia. It's not exclusively about that, but it comes up. And I thought I'd tell you about that. So here you go. Here it is One and a Half Men, Episode 4 Food Wars.
1: Okay, another episode, I got this. Just get warmed up, get warmed up. <coughs> my mommy made me make out with my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law's mouth tasted like minty minced meats. My mother's meat is not tough to beat. My mommy made me make out with my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law's mouth tasted like minty minced meats. My mother and my mother-in-law and me found a new genre of
0: incest porn. Untapped market. My mommy's market is untapped.
1: All right, I think we're ready. Hi, welcome to One and a Half Men. I'm Hollis Black. And I'm cutting that out. (laughs) I, I wrote it at the beginning of the week, so... You've been waiting. Oh, I've been waiting on it, and also... Whenever I get to work like because the whole job is talking to people on the phone so in the morning for my first cigarette break I like stand outside I like jump in place like I run in place you try shadow to get, box try so to get, everyone knows you're cool try to get myself to feel awake and I do vocal warm-ups to get ready for customers right and because I thought of that all week if someone walked down the street, They would have heard me randomly, very loudly enunciating, going like, My mommy made me make out with my mother-in-law. See, (laughs)
0: see, now you have stumbled upon, I'm Kevin Anderson, by the way, uh, and this is one and a half minutes. and you have stumbled upon a much more you version of what I do when I don't want people to look at me in public, which is just put on headphones that are plugged into nothing. (laughs) You just scream crazy shit, and people go, well, that
1: person's obviously not well. Well, see, that's the thing, is I got them Bluetooth headphones, and they never notice them, and I have have a, they so, never notice my nasty headphones when I <laughs>
0: scream about my mother's snatch.
1: <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's the thing is that like some people have like resting bitch face. I have resting approach me and tell me your darkest secret face. Yeah, that's a tough face to have. It's not my fave. Not my, your fave face? Not my fave face. I mean, sometimes I like it because like I do like people confiding in me. I like talking to people. I like being empathetic and like feeling like I'm a safe place I just don't like it when strangers do it to me on the bus sure yeah
0: I don't like it. I don't like when when somebody taps on my car window in a drive through. <laughs> oh
1: yeah that's not good that's
0: happened a few times and it's not so much that I I, I, I don't feel for them it's just like this is my time I'm here Trying to get back. I've already made a mistake. Hey, excuse me. I don't it's want to be Kevin O'Clock. It's Kevin O'Clock right now. We're about to get two double cheeseburgers and a black iced coffee from McDonald's
1: because fuck it all. Whoa. Yeah. You just like hate your stomach, huh? You just. We're on. You murder. only want to shit in liquid form, huh? I mean, honestly. <laughs> it's. It's not the worst.
0: Uh, uh, it's not the worst because it does feel like you know that satisfaction you get when you like pop a big pimple or, or bleed a lesion. <laughs> it's I, like that—you've purged a poison from your body—is what it feels like. This is mostly a fit. bit, but also based in things I've thought.
1: No, 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 I get it. I get it. I have a yeah, lot of diarrhea. Is what I'm trying to say. I mean, hey, likewise, and also, you're hey, saying- right there with you, buddy. <laughs> hey, don't we all? If
0: you ain't shitting, if you ain't shitting, shitting buckets. <laughs> pissy buckets of brown i mean if anything it's efficient it's quick it's it's over you know what and it's like electric scissors in that way it's it's a time saver and uh, you don't get that time back at the end so yeah yeah and
1: then you get to use that rest of that toilet time to fuck around your phone and avoid going to your job yeah and get a hemorrhoid eventually yeah you ever been there you ever had a hemorrhoid no not yet i'm scared honey i'm scared
0: fun i got it uh wait when do you turn 30
1: um, this isn't a trick question A little under um, uh, Like a month and a half Okay, well then we're not on the same trajectory
0: Because I got it when I was 29 and a half exactly Oh, thank God okay. So you've passed that threshold Which means you're going
1: to have something way worse on your 30th birthday Ah, shit ah. Okay, well Greg had kidney stones and told me about that Greg Gonzalez? Yes, yes, not yes Not friend of the show, certainly But friend of Bleak and Review in general Indeed, a friend to me Friend He would to deny me. that if you ever asked him I'm his friend, though. You coward, Greg. Anyway. Go to Greg, at
0: Greg O'Gonzo on Twitter and just demand to know why he says Hollis is not his
1: friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also ask him- Or just live your life. Also ask him how he celebrated Avril Lavigne's birthday. I refuse to explain that. Greg is our favorite friend to gaslight. It's a good time. It's a great time. (laughs) Speaking of a great time. So we saw Food Wars at the request of- Who? Uh, we, this was
0: our this is our first listener-submitted topic for mm-hmm. One and a Half Men, which if you're just tuning in for the first time, let's let's do a quick 10-second recap of what the show is. Hollis and I are buds. Indeed. And, and we watch and do crazy things that you tell us to do starting now. Yes, yes. Uh, unless we pull an audible and do whatever the fuck we want for an episode. But we uh, are looking for excessive content, and this being our first listener-submitted Uh, query or, or category, uh, is an anime from, uh, 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 the submitter was Rudy Rueda, uh, Patreon Rudy Rueda, uh, guy that I met in Arizona when I was doing shows once a few years ago, played Overwatch with him once when I was on acid. He's great.
1: That's Uh, right. He submitted to us Food Wars, the anime. Yeah. Also, real quick before we jump into food wars, sure, I would like to point out. Just speaking of Patreon stuff, I oh, love it. Uh, I currently don't have access to it, so I cannot listen to the podcast I'm a host of, and I also have yet to d- set up that Discord because of it. Listeners, do not
0: tell Hollis what I've done with the editing. This is a call out. This is a call out. I have edited you mostly out of every episode. No, and I've replaced you with just car horns. No, people are saying it's not sense. People are saying it's unlistenable. Well,
1: I got real excited because you sent me a screenshot of one of the listeners reacting and being like a Discord. uh, Yes, please. I assume he said in check please voice, and he also got real excited when I name dropped the locust. Oh yeah, that was. I want to talk to them and be like, Yo, listen, no one else understands us. Live from the Russian compound, That's on slaps, sa- right? Saturday night? <laughs> Live sure. from the Russian compound, it's Saturday night? Come on, that's a classic.
0: That's a classic. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yes, That uh, quick update on that. Patreon is being shitty about that. I'm trying to add Hollis as a moderator to the Bleak and Review Patreon so we can set up Discord and have access to all that stuff. But uh, I have to upgrade my plan, and whenever I do it, they just don't let me. So I'm going to figure that out at some point. We'll have... More fan interaction stuff coming up in the near future. In the meantime, you know, you can let us know your stuff on the Patreon comments, on Twitter. We, we Our handles are there. They're in the description. You can yeah, see it. Et
1: cetera. Et cetera. Um, okay, so, Food Wars. Food Wars. Now. This was a lot. It was a lot. Before I get into it, I guess I want to ask, what is your history with watching anime? Um... The you mean the the, the, the 3D stuff on uh, next to your your stepmother porn? No or no, the, no 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 oh, um, no the 2D stuff. Uh, that you gotta keep away from your mother because of the tentacles. Oh, not much.
0: Uh, <laughs> the, I mean that specifically that uh, uh, I would say to not bit. Uh, I grew up watching a little bit of anime. Uh, I was a, a child of the Dragon Ball Z slash Gundam Wing slash sure. whatever tsunami. Okay. Sailor Moon. I saw a little bit of that. Um, Dragon Ball Z was the only one that I religiously followed. That and the Pokemon anime. I was
1: the same way. Yeah. Uh,
0: And then after I stopped, after those shows stopped, or I stopped having interest in them, I basically didn't have anything i had no knowledge i just didn't it wasn't on my radar for most of my adult like my teen to young adult life that makes sense until i saw a an anime version of dante's inferno a film whoa yeah Uh, it was just called dante's inferno and it's edited by three or four different or drawn by three or four different anime artists i need to watch that that's so aggressively up my alley if i can find if i can figure out how the hell to find this thing we will watch it but so i I saw that i was like Oh, yeah, anime's a thing. But then I still didn't watch any more. Sure. I had heard maybe people talking about stuff like Cowboy Bebop and Neon Genesis. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some of the other big ones? Uh, Uh, I mean, you know, Fist of the North Star or whatever. Sure. Fucking One Piece. Uh, But then I would say I didn't watch anime again in any real way until maybe about three years ago when my girlfriend at the time, Vanessa Gritton, friend of the network certainly, uh, got me to watch all of Cowboy Bebop, which I liked.
1: Cowboy Bebop is very good. Uh, you know what? I have a funny story about Cowboy Bebop. I guess this, well, I'll, now I'll fill you in on mine. That mm-hmm. just makes sense. Uh, so the way I started watching anime was I was bullied into it because that's how I roll, I guess. Well, when you know, what? you also,
0: it also, that sentence makes sense if you go, the reason I watch anime is because I was bullied.
1: Yep. yep, <laughs> It yep, works yep. either way. That's the thing is I, I was bullied by anime people. <laughs> that's, that's a
0: special kind of. Oh, I know. You know. Speaking of Dante's Inferno, what ring of hell is that? I know. Wrath Ooh. and gloom?
1: Probably. Woof. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. No, well, lust, probably. It's because I was a kid and um, I was... For some reason, Pokemon caught on in California before it did in North Carolina. Yeah, we're a little ahead of you on the uh, coast. And over. so when I came out to California, all the kids in like my summer camp made fun of me for not knowing what Pokemon was. Wow. And so that's what got me to start giving a shit about Pokemon. That was my exposure to anime. And so then I started getting into Dragon Ball Z for a while. Um I wish I still liked it. To be honest, I'm not a fan. Dragon Ball is great, though. Yeah, I had, actually had one of those mangas, if you can believe that. About oh me. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know
0: how it happened up into my life, but someone gave it to me <sighs> at some point. First time I ever wrote a book that way backwards, mm-hmm. you know, and that was sure, like the sure, shit sure. with Raditz, and it was pretty violent. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Uh, totally. And then like, but then like that was still like I watched up until like the end of the Cell Saga, and okay. then I think I started the next one where Trunks shows up and cuts. Who's after this? Boo?
1: Is it the uh, fat guy? No, so it's um the sand saga where it's um uh, raditz and then it's Vegeta and Nappa. Right. And then it Frieza. is Frieza. And then it's Cell. And, and then, then it's Boo. Boo. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. After yeah. Cell, it's Boo. Oh, right? after Cell, yes. yeah. I just didn't hear it. I got like halfway okay. through Boo, and then I was just like, eh. And then
0: I, I don't yeah, know. About I, think the same. I, I think I noticed the girl's
1: bare shoulder and was like, I like that. <laughs> Funny thing is that is actually exactly what Akira Toriyama would have wanted because he was continuing to make the series because of a contract. Mm. He felt like he was done at sell. Uh. And then they were like, yeah, but contract, you got to keep going. He's like, fine, I'm going to make this as dumb as I fucking can on purpose. He's
0: a big, silly pink
1: guy who turns people into cake and goes, eee! Yep, he wanted you to be annoyed. people loved it. He (laughs) wanted to lose listeners, or not listeners, viewers.
0: That's what we're doing. Hey! Hey! Um, wow. So that's, so, yeah. That's, so then you I got bullied into it with Pokemon. I got bullied into
1: it. Then Adult Swim came out and I got real into Trigun. Right. That's still one of my top three. There's like Trigun, Fully, Cooley. That's still in my top three. And then I just stopped watching anime for a long time until my mid 20s when a YouTube video essay essayer named uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf, I saw a video from him. That reminded me that oh yeah, it can be very artfully done. And then I got into your Evan, your Evangelians, and I started watching a lot of the like quote unquote highbrow ones and some of the weird ones like Serial sure. Experiments Lane, which is of course um, Serial Experiments Lane is a cyberpunk what if David Lynch made an anime? Fun. And the entire story is abstracted, and you cannot follow it because it's not meant to be followed. <laughs> Beautiful, perfect, um, right up your alley. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, if you want to hear more about it, um, I was on an episode of This Is Rad, uh, Kyle Clark's podcast, talking about anime, so you can hear me kind of nerd out about how I like when anime breaks your brain, like Khodorovsky sure. style or David Lynch style, because it can do that.
0: You know what's interesting is something you mentioned a little bit ago, and this kind of brings us to, like, we'll get through all of this and talk about the specific show, but this kind of informs uh, where we both came from, or the way our, where our brains both work in some way, where you said... Oh, I kind of – we both had like an anime drought, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you kind of saw a thing that contextualizes like, no, this is – like there's stuff. Like I thought of it as only this one thing that I grew up with as a kid and it can be so many other things. That has happened to me with so many other art forms in my life like country music, pop music, fucking horror movies. Yeah. Like like I've had that exact thing so many times that that's why it's interesting that even though you have way more knowledge about anime, this – thing that we watched (laughs) together started to, even though I have my problems with it, which we'll get into. Oh yeah, we we both do. (laughs) uh, It started to open that door a little bit of like, hey, anime is not just the thing that I bitched about a lot on the Doki Doki Literature Club episode, if you heard episode two of this podcast, uh, where I was talking about some of the tropes I found obnoxious about that kind of stuff. And that's not the be all end all.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, I've been saying it since, um, it's funny because when I was in high school, I was a very pretentious kid.
0: Sure. However,
1: I had this to my credit. Um, instead of being snide about things, if someone didn't like a thing I liked, I'd go, yeah, I understand. It's not for everyone. And if I dislike something that someone else liked, I'd be like, that's cool if that's your thing. In high school? In high school. Holy shit. I know. I know. I was, I was mostly like, yo, everything I think is right. And if you
0: don't think that, you're probably stupid and not <laughs> good at your <beer>
1: wrong <laughs> Totally. Like, I, that's something I figured out pretty young is there is, whether you're talking about physical media or music or any type of art, there is no such thing as a bad genre, only a poorly performed one.
0: Except porno grindcore.
1: Yeah, porno (laughs) grind is an exception. The exception that proves Proves the rule. rule.
0: Absolutely, (laughs) because as we said on the last episode of this show, uh, horrorcore has a lot of negative, terrible things about it, but it's still not intrinsically a bad genre because there is good horrorcore. There is. There's
1: some very thoughtful stuff out there. So that being said... Let's talk about a real dumb anime. So we watched Food Wars. (laughs) So Food Wars, here's the idea. Imagine this. Picture a world. (laughs) In a world... Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so no, do it as do it as trailer voice. I now. refuse to continue uh, that. Fair <laughs> enough.
0: I'll just interject anytime you pause with that voice.
1: <laughs> I think that'll make for a very so, much a cough
0: in this ordeal.
1: So it's about a kid who, like, he works in a cafe. Cooking is his life, and then he goes to a cooking school. Now, the big conceit of the show is like it's it's about cooking. However, every time he cooks something, we get. A, a very detailed breakdown of why the recipe was good, and it's pretty neat and informative. It talks about like how cooking in this style will like break down proteins if you like, you know, uh, ladle the the cooking oil over the top of the fish or whatever. It's got very big Food Network vibes big in terms time. of
0: like if you are interested in this kind of stuff, which is like gastro, like just like whatever, fucking yeah, yeah, any kind of, of like high micro, cuisine, high yeah. cuisine. You there's a lot of that in this show, which is an interesting thing that I wouldn't have
1: expected from an anime. But of yeah. course,
0: I don't fucking know shit about anime.
1: <laughs> but so then, um, anytime somebody eats a food in this show, um, immediately it cuts to a close-up of like what that character is feeling, and um, I I don't want to say Inception style. I can't think of the reference I want to make. But essentially every time you get to see what their mind's eye sees when they have this food – uh like one time a food was weird and off putting it and so a lady imagined being in a hot spring and then suddenly looking over and seeing a gorilla wildly scratching its back and that's what it felt like. For it her. tastes it was like a western a fr- or it tastes like a lowland gorilla in a hot spring was the exact quote I believe. And that's, that's now see here's great, the problem though, that's It's that's like <laughs> that's very funny, but that is not what it usually is. Usually it's this food is so good that I just orgasmed a whole lot. The food literally ripped the food the the clothing off of my body. Mm-hmm. I am now naked and wildly orgasming on screen.
0: It looks like somebody's enjoying
1: their meal. This anime was made by a production company that before this... Only made hentai. Now, what is hentai porn? Well, if you're listening to this on Patreon, I'm sure you're on the internet enough to know what that is. Yeah, anime porn. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that weirds me out the most at my age is we've hit a point in culture where I can make a joke about hentai and I don't have to explain what that is to yeah. anybody. Yep, yep.
0: It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like I mean, like to to be fi- like it's more prominent than sounding porn. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> because sounding is a thing you have to explain still sometimes. Like I had to do to my neighbor the other day. Yeah, Uh, you know, putting a digit or an object down the dick hole, as it were, uh, to use the king's English. But, (laughs) but so yeah, this this place, the the company that produced Food Wars, only did uh, cartoon fuck porn before this. Yep, and it shows. Uh, They know how they they got a lot. And outside, I will say that's not the only time the show is gross, Uh, but it is. In when the the food gasms, as we found out through the subtitles on Hulu. Yeah, by the they, way, this show do... is on Hulu. You can watch it there.
1: Yeah, the, like the subtitle will read like character brackets food gasming. Yeah,
0: food gasm
1: noises uh, uh-huh. ensue, and uh, so what it is
0: uh, is every yeah. So whenever the food is really good, especially when our main character makes it uh the uh, it elicits a graphic orgasm but it's softcore there's no so yeah, far we haven't watched it there's all no that, nips
1: but. um there's no visible penetration there's, see that's the thing is sometimes it also goes the other way because the main character as a gag his favorite thing is being like i'm so good at food that almost like as a as a different type of challenges. sometimes i like to see What is the worst possible food I can make? Sure. And so far, the two he's made have both been tentacle-based. You see where this is going. Yeah. You see where this is going. You see where this is going.
0: Wait, we're we doing vocal warm-ups again? <laughs> you see where this is going, where the tentacles are going, where the thing is not showing. <laughs> Ha-ha! <laughs> Small child having sex with an octopus. And that's... We'll get there. Uh, that's the thing. So so basically, the crux of it... We, we should point out that we watched the first five episodes yeah, of season one. We
1: watched the first five, and it teased... That in episode 6, they would finally get to the conceit of the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is that, like, now we're having food dishes battle each other.
0: Right. Which is great.
1: Uh, I like the Pokemon Stadium aspect of that. I'm I mean, probably going to watch the next episode just to find out what that is like. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I'm real pissed that it's been nothing but, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Oh, faces. In response to every food. Well,
0: and the, the thing that's expe- exceptionally obnoxious about it, to me specifically, because as we both talked about before we watched this, I, I was going into this with—I had a general knowledge of what the show was going to be about, and I thought I was going to dislike it a lot more than I did. Yeah. I thought it was going to be way more pervy and way more about the porny stuff and not about the story. The story is actually not that bad by, as, no, it's as not. far as what type of anime it is.
1: Yeah, some of the writing is fairly clever. Some of the gags are – because that's the thing is this is – to describe this show genre-wise is very Genre. weird. Because uh, in anime terms, this is a comedy. That part's not the anime part. But in anime terms, this is a non-battle – Battle anime.
0: So think just uh, to to condense that to people who may be in the same boat as I was until like yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, That's essentially Dragon Ball Z aesthetic and pacing, but with Applied to not fights. Yeah, applied to not fights, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. food dishes that are being battled against each other at a tasting.
1: Yeah, like crazy cameras going all over the place. Cameras shaking with intensity as someone is like stirring a bowl or whatever. Like fight choreography... To prepare a dish. Yeah. Yes. To 100%. do something that isn't a fight. Because that's the thing is that is becoming a whole genre is non-battle battle manga and anime. And
0: we did watch a whole... Maybe we could link that video if people are curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did watch I a Patch, whole thing
1: about that that was interesting. Ipatch Wolf did a very good video essay about it.
0: Um, but so so on the stuff that's going on in the story, it's... Kind of slow-paced, because it's anime, and that happens, in, especially in battle anime. But, <sighs> yes. yeah, I
1: mean, like we said, five episodes, we just got to the first food war of got food to, wars. We got to the name of the show. Because, yeah, like, it's that thing that you were complaining about in Doki Doki, but right. way worse. Yeah. Because every single scene, they are making reference to what happened in the last scene. Oh, They are double <sighs> and triple-checking how everyone is feeling and what is currently happening. Right. Like... You can walk in in the middle of the season having never seen the show, and don't worry, you won't be lost. I'll <laughs> fucking explain it to you. Yeah, uh,
0: you, I'm okay with a previously on segment in most shows. I don't care about that. But when you, you care have about a long being
1: part of the show,
0: I'm going to say you have, first of all, you have a long previously on segment at the beginning, and then long entire scene cut flashbacks later on in the episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But pacing aside, the story is about, like we said, young boy. Uh, growing up in his dad's uh, diner, uh, yeah. his dad sends him to a uh, very prestigious culinary institute where the story becomes, at least from what we got, uh, more about the classism <coughs> – more about the classism and uh, culture of like you know high-end cuisine because he's technically like an underdog kind of coming from a, a dingy yeah. diner or whatever and everyone else is full of high-class, high you know rich one-percenters essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So this
1: is once again going back into – Battle A cliches. So Goku is an orphan, and we don't really know what his deal is until we learn that he's a Saiyan. But because he was hit on the head as a child, he doesn't have that "I need to conquer things" gene. Mm-hmm. He instead is bright and exuberant, and just likes to fight a lot. Right, and that's what puts him above everyone else. In one in um in One Piece. Uh, what's his name Ate the gummy fruit Sure in, in,
0: Like every You could say anything Right now by the way And I would totally believe it. Like in Trigun The dude pulled his
1: dick out And made a bow out of it No and in, made sense. No in Trigun He has the angel arm <laughs> Which can cleave a moon in half So see like What I said And um, what you said Not dissimilar Sure sure Yeah Naruto Like he is the one ninja That like Doesn't come from a family Because his father abandoned him And he has a fox spirit Inside of, of him Of course Yeah And Because of that, like, he – so, like, that's always the trope is this is the outsider, but there is something special about that. He's got the fire. And so in this one, the thing is is I don't come from the world of high culinary arts, but my father was a great chef. We had a run-down cafe, but I am unbounded by genres and nationalities in my cooking styles. And that's – his being a fan, that's his eating the gummy fruit. That's totally. his angel arm. Totally. And 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 with
0: that, uh, his dad sends him off to school. His dad goes and fucks off in New York, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like a weird B story that hasn't been brought up a lot, but I'm sure it'll come sure back hasn't. It'll probably come back around at some point. Again, we've only watched five episodes. It's not a real yeah. I mean,
1: unless the parent abandons <laughs> yeah. The antagonist
0: And then, so, getting back to where, uh, when I initially started this thing, like, all the stuff that I actually kind of like about the show is, like... Sure, it's slow-paced, blah, 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 but I do—I think it's interesting. I think it's shot funny, and there is some yeah. funny dialogue, and there's a lot of interesting stuff about classism in it.
1: Yeah. And
0: every time I start thinking I like the show, then the scene happens. Yep. Every episode, with at least once—so far, we've noticed, I think, is about every episode towards the end of the episode, someone—and it's always a young girl—comes real hard after eating something.
1: Yep, 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 yep. And, and... that
0: is when I get angry.
1: Hey, <laughs> Kevin! Hey, hey, Hall. When you say young girl, what do you mean by that? Like, give me an age.
0: Oh, well, when we meet her, she's 13, but don't worry. That was two years earlier, so she's 15 now.
1: Almost every person we see come in the show is 15. And, uh, hypersexualized. And by the way, uh, the, the, some of the shots. Before the sex scenes are just
0: unnecessarily crotch shots of skirts. Uh, there is like one just scene, while they're having dialogue. It's just like oh,
1: now here's thighs and the skirt goes up a little bit. There is
0: bereft of air.
1: There is one where uh, she is sitting and talking and the camera stays zoomed out and then
0: zooms it, in on her tits. For it
1: no, one, no, no, no. Oh. In, in one shot, it's zoomed out. She's talking and then it zooms in. On her crotch at her skirt area, and that zooms out a little bit and zooms back in on her tits. Yeah. And then it goes back to her We get a
0: real Robert Altman pan across this young woman's body while they're talking about food. Yep. And that is where it loses me. (laughs) That's where it loses me. And we've discussed this, and I don't know where I stand on it. Maybe we can get into it a little bit if you want. I don't know (coughs) if it's satire, but it definitely doesn't read as satire to me. I think they're just like, this is... Fan service.
1: Yeah, it is. (laughs) A phrase I recently learned. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So if anyone doesn't know, in Western culture, fan service is randomly having Chewbacca show up in the side story of a Star Wars. Yes. In anime, fan service is an upskirt shot or a cleavage shot or anything like that. Oh, the character just (laughs) got out of the bath and we get to see them naked except for, like, a small twig is obscuring the nipples.
0: And and my... my I find that odd because what a weird, and like, I'm not saying that it's wrong because it's, it's a different civilization, like, it's a different culture. I wasn't brought up in that culture, but I just think it's a weird thing to, have established about your thing that, like, you know, your wide genre of art is that. Oh, when we say we're doing fan service to our fans, we mean we're showing them anime titties.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's
0: interesting it, to it have goes
1: that. it goes deeper than you even realize. Oh, I know. Um, no, we did talk about because, that. Well, no, 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 just in talking about like how perverse it can be. Mm. Because, like, for example, <laughs> no, sure. Uh, yeah. There was recently an outrage because this one show decided to. Correctly translate the word lolly or "lolicon." So, if you don't know what that is, I sure don't. A lolicon <laughs> is—it's um, a genre of hentai about underage girls.
0: Oh yeah, no, specific- then I know what you're talking about. Oh, you mean my favorite thing? Oh yeah, yeah, I love Specifically it. Yeah. Specifically
1: <laughs> underage. No, yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's disgusting. And to to be an adult male who is into underage girls, you're called a loli. And so recently an anime came out where a character in it is a lolly. Surprisingly common trope. This is why I have a hard time with a lot of anime. Sure. Um, and for the English translation, they decided to use the word pedophile instead of lolly. And a lot of fans got very upset at the accurate naming.
0: Yeah, they were like, you've westernized the the, the thing that I am. Yeah. Uh, when you call me a lolly, I'm kawaii.
1: But mm. when I'm a pedophile, I go to prison here's the thing, it's called hemophilia, and taxes are theft. Well, that is true, and we know that. We don't have to get into that. We all know that. Pay your workers well, whatever to you my want. my libertarian corner. Hey, what's right, up? The- so you want to get on YouTube? First thing I want to do is you're going to want to YouTube Hillary Clinton, Black Hood's Frogs taxes anime Girl. Here's the thing Here's the thing What they don't tell you Is that if you raise The minimum wage To $15
0: an hour And you don't let Small businesses Just pay whatever they want Everyone's gonna be Coming to cartoons Small cartoons Little ones Babies Tiny little cartoons They call them chibies. <laughs> they call them chi- They call
1: them chibis <laughs> And it might not be What you think it is Coming
0: up at 11 They call it chibis But it's not the kind You're thinking of What do these anime children Do to your penis We'll find out ha <laughs> ha Shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, but that is that is so that is the thing that I've yeah, been struggling it's, it's with. It's a
1: prevalent issue. It's, um, and, and
0: then I've been struggling with it. And, and I mentioned this in Doki Doki Literature Club episode as well. I struggle with what is a stylistic thing that I'm just not used to because I am born in America in the yeah. Western Hemisphere. Well, it's, and what is actually fucked up about it? And I know what I think, but I don't know what. To
1: think in general. Yeah. So I'm not going to claim to be an expert on this, but you I will should, say you it.
0: should.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like I do know a a, a a moderate amount. Sure. And so one of the big things with Japanese culture regarding sexuality is that it it's very strange to me because it is simultaneously progressive and regressive. Yes. This was a thing. That, this was a thing that we were talking about when we were watching it because like there's a lot of anime like going back from like the 90s and 80s that features like trans characters and sometimes that's cool and sometimes they're harassed for it and it's treated as a gag right like i like it's, it's almost a running joke that i've had a lot of friends be like oh yeah you would love this show hollis i should warn you um there, <laughs> there is this transphobic part and then i respond yeah it's an anime i'm aware <laughs> every every anime comes with an
0: uh an unspoken content warning for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, like similar to horror in that respect. Sure. Yeah. Like, Like, yeah, I get it. There's going to be an aspect that is a little fucked up to me. And so that's the thing with Japan is that like, there is a lot of repression. You do not have PDA, but at the same time, you also do not marry for love. You marry for, you know status for for status essentially and so it is not taboo to see a sex worker
0: right which is how that's it should normal. be? Yeah, agreed. I mean, I don't think you should cheat on your wives if you're in a marriage, and that's not what well, they're not down with. Yeah, that. yeah. But like, like if it's, if it's a situation where you both know you've married for status, well, and see, cool and that's where it, it goes back to being
1: regressive. Is that oftentimes it is sort of a sneaky thing you just don't mention to your wife, but there's an unspoken like, yeah, we know. Everyone he's like, knows it's like it's
0: yeah. It's, it's kind of like, I mean, kind of to an extent. Like that's how like if it's got Mad Men energy of like I know what Don does, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. But
1: he's the guy and I'm absolutely
0: so it is regressive in that way yeah Yeah,
1: and then but then like likewise um, I had a friend visit Japan recently and he was explaining how there are a lot of restaurants you go to where you're not meant to go with people you are meant to go alone right you get a booth that faces a wall and you cannot see anything it is an isolated experience and that is like kind of a norm in a lot of places right and I do think about that a lot about how like it is very common to like develop in this very isolated way. And so as a result, it's like, yeah, no wonder there's like, so many odd kinks. Yeah, like I was going to say kinks
0: and fetishes and stuff of that nature always is born out of the environment somebody is yeah. in when they're developing their sexuality or they're, they're becoming sexually aware of their own feelings
1: and desires. Yeah, it's like the... It's like, like we all have that. It's just that's the different kind over there because of their culture. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like the Eddie Pepitone bit. He has this bit where I, uh, like, I'm not I'm gonna, going... I'll, I'll do it, but you just tell me which bit you're going to do and I'll do it. Well, <laughs> no, let's not quote the whole thing. I'll just give you know, the conceit of the bit. Because, like, ah, like... Go, I bleed in fountains. Go, no, I know it's not that one. <laughs> go listen to Eddie Pepperton's most recent special. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's a part where he's talking about oh, lying know, yeah. to his father. And the funny, the great reveal is, you know, he goes, like, do I be honest with my father and have this moment to be vulnerable, or do I lie and know that that's how I treat people I love, is I lie to them. So I decide to be honest and say, yes, father, I... Skip school a day. And then my father hit me. And that's why I like I brought sex. Hey,
0: that was the, the, the dueling Eddie Pepitones. Come see us <laughs> at the Fonda Theater in 2023 when we're all skeletons. Yeah, but, uh, but like I think about that no, thing a lot. Absolutely. I think a
1: lot of fetishes and kinks are born of traumas. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like,
0: I mean, this isn't really my thing to talk about at length because it's not my situation. But I know that a lot of people who are survivors of rape enjoy rape role-playing fantasies because they can control it and stuff so like i I get that absolutely i get that and so there is a lot of stuff going on there i want to go quickly back uh well after we've talked about like that a little bit like all of the oh a classic monica backtrack uh, this is a classic monica backtrack yes oh my god thank you for remembering that (laughs) Uh, that was perfect uh classic monica backtrack here of course um one thing that we both agreed is really weird about Food War specifically is after all this stuff we've just said about like the differences in culture, blah blah blah, all this stuff, they have and again we've only watched five episodes, so maybe we're wrong. They have many opportunities to sexualize different kinds of characters yes, in the show. Yeah. But they don't.
1: Yeah, and that bothers me. That's on why I get upset. A lot of levels. Cause yeah, um, I remember we first meet the mother of the boarding house whenever he moves in there. And, like in a, her 70s he, yeah yeah and he has to feed her something and I got real excited and I kept pointing at the screen pointing at you and going yeah. we're gonna watch her come yeah. we're gonna watch her come it is worth pointing out quickly that uh, a big thing
0: when we were watching this was Hollis screaming whenever anybody came on the screen you're gonna see them come and you're gonna see them come yeah, and yeah, that yeah. girl's gonna come and that guy's gonna come okay. and that dog's gonna come <laughs> it, was a, it was a real
1: unhinged way to live <laughs> you're gonna start applying it to every show I watch
0: but we got really excited though we got really excited yeah cause we were like, they oh, were great.
1: going to do a pretty funny thing. And like till now, it's just been like, young women. That like, what funny. if the fan service goes wrong for the pervy dudes and this isn't what you want to see, but you're going to see it's it. It's like, hey, if you want this, you're going to get all of it. But instead... How uh, do they handle it, Hollis? She, she eats it, and then she remembers what it's like to be young. Uh, And then has the orgasms as as her, like,
0: 15-year-old self. We get a fucking moonlit flashback scene where she's got giant young anime girl titties that are barely, like, fucking being restrained by a top. Yep. And it's like, you had the opportunity to make The old woman come. You didn't. You said, we only know how to draw young titties. So we go back here. Or Maybe that's
1: it, honestly. Or in the last episode we watched, we watched a sumo wrestler eat something really good. And like, listen, I'm not going to deny It's very funny. It is funny. It's a good gag. He takes a bite of this food that is meant to honor the tradition of sumo. And he puts it in his mouth. And the second he puts it in his mouth, he is suddenly in a ring. And another sumo wrestler hits him in the face really hard. And that is what it feels like for him to taste this and that's funny but it's not a man coming it's not a sumo wrestler Having it, like, stripped off of him and he comes.
0: And how funny would that have been? That would have been amazing and it would have at least justified some of the
1: shit that they had done before. Yeah, they to only me. do it to the creepiest target.
0: They did have they did have the French guy once show up at the end of the honey-based orgasm scene. And we could probably list off some fun orgasm scenes after this. I'm sure, or yeah. Or not fun, but we can give people an idea of what kind of shit happens. Yeah. But like like, there's they dance around the idea of men coming to this or old women coming to this. And it's always somehow just happens to be young women with giant fan service titties.
1: Yeah. Big time. Big and time. That, that's where I get, that's where it loses me. A well, little. and it makes me mad. Like not only on the ethical level, but like we both write comedy. Right. And so if you don't know a big thing in, in comedy writing in specifically in sketches is what they call game. Um, For a great example of game, watch the Jordan Peele sketch where they're listing off football players' names. Right. Game is where you say or do a wild thing. And then is reacted to with the same thing, but even wilder and elevated. Absolutely. And so as someone who knows how game works, it makes me really mad to see, like, okay, oh, you're going to ramp up to, like, have the sumo wrestler do it now, and that's not what the fans would want to see. Right. But you're getting it. That's hilarious. And then they don't. And, like, ethics aside— It's a huge missed opportunity for great writing. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And for another example of
0: great game, watch The Pickup Artist. Hey, hey! Mystery's my favorite person. Don't look at me like that. I'm going to fight you. I love it. I'm going to. You're going to? Uh, I don't, I don't. Wait, yes. no, wait, no. We're about to do a fight. We're doing a. We're doing a fight anime right now. In
1: about three episodes, <laughs> I'm going to throw energy at you. <laughs> this is how we fight now. Oh, uh, hey! Speaking of, speaking of. Uh... Getting in the spirit of the battle and also getting in the spirit of the show, our, and
0: just the spirit of Christmas. Our, our, honestly, it's
1: never too soon. Our roommate, uh, who may or may I not exist, Richard. Uh, he just baked some cookies, so hold on. I'm gonna go bring him over, and I'll 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 just I'll I'll uh, I'll beatbox while you're doing it. Yeah, I'm gonna bring him over. We're each gonna have a bite, and let's see how we each handle them. All right, Kevin, after you, please take a bite. Tell me what this is like for you. When I
0: buy it into a Richard Park chocolate chip cookie, I feel like I'm on top of a mountain <laughs> and I'm freezing to death because I didn't pack
1: properly. Oh no. There's a woolly beast. Oh well, that makes sense. You are a man, so it doesn't really get sexualized when, when you no, eat. I'm gonna face. come, just give me a second. Oh, okay. I'm edging. Oh this is this is this is me fantasy edging on top of a mountain.
0: There's a fuzzy beast on the snow capped horizon. He approaches me and then he fucks me in the ass, and I come. On, I don't want to do this. i <laughs> I got nothing
1: else. All right, all right. Oh, let me do <laughs> Yeah, yeah a bite. you do
0: the one that you prepared aggressively, you Shut fucking up. psychopath. Shut up.
1: <laughs> Shut up. Get out of my face. <laughs> all right, so it smells, smells good. It smells buttery. It is pretty good. The The texture is nice. I'm going to take a bite. Oh my, oh my God, it's. Um. <clears throat> So this is embarrassing. I didn't want you to know that when I come, it sounds exactly like the song You Suffer by Grand Corps Band Napalm Death.
0: Well, here's the thing is that you pulled that up on YouTube and that was just the clip of that noise. How many views does that have? Is it doing better than my
1: sketch comedy that I've created? Because I will kill myself. So it's a song. It's a three second long song. No, it's it one is, of those things. It is 5.2 million views. Art is dead,
0: ladies and gentlemen, uh, and non-binary folk. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: gonna get you in the napalm death one of these episodes. Yeah, I fucking bet you will. <laughs> uh, so now that, that that now that that bit is
0: done, you and are, I will I will edit it. To are, be, I will edit it to be more seamless. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm watching you. You're like you are physically annoyed with me right no, now. No, <laughs> I'm not annoyed with you. I'm actually genuinely more annoyed with the fact that that song has 5.2 million views. It's not anything. Why would anybody ever want to hear that? Uh, <laughs> we can't. This isn't for this episode. All right, all right, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> we'll talk about Napalm Death in like I don't know January. <laughs> yep.
1: All right. So um. Okay. So yeah, we I get. I think we've I given like, the general idea of I what the feel show like is. Wasted a lot of the comedy. What, um, what? Let's
0: talk about some of the. So like some of the the cum scenes are like. Like you said, there's like a, a peanut butter tentacle that fucks a young girl. I yes. mean she's not you don't see it enter, but you know what's happening. Yeah, there's also a
1: honey. There was some bees one. that essentially bucakied somebody with honey. Bees who have the main character's face. So here's also a thing I oh, wanna talk boy. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is um <laughs> So, the hero loves to go on, like, hero monologues in the style of, like, a la, like, Goku. Like, yeah, I'm going to train hard and be the strongest. In the hyperbolic <laughs> chamber. Ha <laughs> ha! Piccolo, you're my best friend. It's fun to fight with you. Like, he goes into those kinds of, like, Naruto, like, I'm going to be the best ninja. Believe it! Like, yeah, the, the, type the, of, like, almost Sonic the Hedgehog energy. Very much so. Very um, much Sonic the Hedgehog. He, he does, like, those kinds of monologues, but... They're weird to me because I know the context of, like, in this show, when something tastes really good, it's going to make you orgasm. So, in my head, he's just always, every time, he's like, hey, listen, you might come from upper society. And, yeah, I came from a small cafe, but I'm proud of the way that my father taught me how to cook. And rest assured, one of these days, you're going to have my cooking, and I'm... Gonna fuck your mouth. Yeah. Like, that's how it sounds every Absolutely. time he does
0: that. It's not, I'm gonna drop a spirit bomb that destroys half the planet to fight you, Frieza. It's, I'm literally going to make you come <laughs> via your oral f- sensation. And I'm gonna sit here and watch it happen. Whoa, oh, and everyone else is gonna
1: watch it. Whoa, whoa pretty big words coming from you. you. You don't know what it's like in the streets. Rest assured, with this mixture of salty and savory, I'm gonna... Fuck your mouth! I, I I know that we didn't have any proper meat left, so I ended up using mushrooms
0: and potatoes, and with that concoction, I'm literally going to skull fuck you! Mmm,
1: thanks to this umami, it's as if you're being penetrated from all sides. That umami, <laughs> I'm plucky. That umami turned into an oh omami real fast.
0: <laughs> they call it umami. <laughs> but why is it making school children come? <laughs> this pedophile I'm sorry lolly boy <laughs> has meant much to say at 11 here on Fox News probably <laughs> uh, what were some of the other notable cum scenes uh, okay, so, uh, I mean I, can, uh, I only remember a couple uh, they were I was mostly just not there was the angels there were like cherubs that like yeah, fucking yeah. so he
1: made he made a dish which was um, essentially an egg and rice dish but he included a gelatin that had like a bit of a honey Uh, note to it and so suddenly the girl tastes it, and she is floating in heaven, cherubically. Which is when nice. A swarm of bees with the main character's face. No, no,
0: swarm of cherub angels. This that's is that's right. One. That's right. They're I'm little baby like Cupids. Oh God!
1: So what was it? There if, were bees. If, there were also bees. These were the different ones. So it wasn't a honey-based recipe. I think he like put something that had like umami in it.
0: It whatever it, it was, was. It was, it it was like, it like had a, a cloud.
1: It had like the idea of like it, it was, was a beast rice out. where it was like the cloud. Yeah, yeah. it was a really
0: good-looking dish, by the way. All the food in this looks great. Yeah, that is that is funny. That they actually the, – the amount that they pay attention, not only to like the, the intricacies of the actual ingredients. Like somebody who's on their writing staff knows how to cook or watches cooking
1: shows at yeah, the very least.
0: A, like they're definitely into food science. Yeah, they're very into food science. But that's the weirdest combination ever is they're very into weird science and also cartoon porn.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it's a very – I said weird science. Is that what I just said? They're very weird into the science. movie Weird Science. And cartoon form. Keep it
1: going, keep
0: it going. She
1: blinded me with with
0: science. science. Wait, wait, wait. I got one. This this is going to be a drop because if I can find the instrumental, I might do it. Okay. She blinded me with hentai. Is that anything? Uh, Or should I cut it out? I don't know. We'll find out. I'll figure out how much I hate myself later when I (laughs) end it. Um, but yeah, so like, it is like, again, so it's the food looks great. Food sounds great. And then it's gross. And there's little angel babies trying to rip the clothes off of a child and fuck her with their little angel dicks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which you don't see. You don't see dicks. You just see most of tits and ass.
1: Yep. Yep. And then like, there's another one where it's a honey based recipe. And once again, the, the girl is sitting next to him. She's in a, like a river of honey. Mm. And, like, there's, like, some small object obscuring the nipples, but, like, her breasts are out. And then a swarm of bees that all have the main character's face are around it, and they are covering her body in honey. And then, like, at the very end, in the foreground, the male professor, who they are supposed to be impressing in the first place... Shows For a second, he pops up from the river and goes "ha," and then it ends. Makes it's like vaguely they don't sexualize. Yeah, him. they make he
0: makes a vaguely positive cartoon like pleasure noise, not overtly sexual like yeah, what yeah. the girls are doing. Yeah,
1: literally go like, "ha ha." Yeah, like "ha ha."
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like he's just stoked about this. He's laughing. after we literally watched Honey Bukaki happen. Yes, uh-huh. and 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 so that and and again. If if it changes later on and they get confident enough to start sexualizing men and, and older women or whatever and make it an even playing field, then I'll allow it a
1: little more slack.
0: Yeah, but listeners, my ultimate, if, yeah. if
1: anyone has watched this, Rudy you, would probably know. <laughs> yeah, like let us know if they go on to expand that, and now the gag is that everyone comes, or if they just stop making everyone come and they focus on like this dish tastes like a flower blooming for the first time on a mountain. This our- one tastes like getting slapped <laughs> by a sumo fair Like, if they lean real heavy into the absurdism or make everyone come, let us know. From, from what I understand from Nadav, and I'll go Nadav, back into the show.
0: From what I understand from Nadav, a uh, friend Nadav Fleischer, of course, you probably know him if you listen to this. Uh, Nadav uh, said, the orgasms continue but you get numb to them. Uh, yeah. The foodgasms. I'm so sorry. Food Food oh my game. god, please do not drag me on Twitter for this, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's basically what our experience of the show was. That's how many episodes we saw. That's what we gathered from it.
1: Here's an odd thing. Yeah. I, uh, a friend of mine, um, brought this up that Food Wars shows up on a lot of like want to get into anime? Here's a show to start with. If this was the first one you ever saw and you thought this is what the genre is, would you want to watch more anime? Here, No, but I have a caveat. Sure, <laughs> uh, It's a
0: specific no, is what I'm saying. Uh, it's a specific no in the sense of if I had never seen any anime and then I saw that, I would probably never want. But again, I had seen anime as a child and even I saw Cowboy Bebop a few years ago, but if I watched this I still, without the context of, like, you know, all the other stuff, I still feel like, oh, that's probably what the rest of it is. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, it's still, it doesn't come through as much, but, like, it's still there where I'm, like, this is why I don't do this. Is because I might, this is, like, it's, it could just be this, you know? Like, it's kind of like a thing yeah. of, like I it, like, to an extent, a weird parallel to draw, but, like, why I don't get into a lot of hardcore music is because I know what I don't like about it and it's very hit or miss for me with hardcore, whether I like it or not. And so I just haven't really bothered to sift through to find the stuff that's not that. I think it's kind of in the same
1: boat, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure
0: you're in the similar boat with if that was the first anime you saw. Yeah, no,
1: I I wouldn't want to see it. I wouldn't want to watch more. Um, Because that's the thing is that like, Again, like, some of the comedy is pretty sharp. There are gags that I laughed both out, of us yeah, laugh. I laughed out loud a few there times. There are clever moments. So, like, would this be my thing? No. And also, like, this show is very much indicative of a lot of parts of anime that make me be like, I don't ever want to admit to liking Which anime. Which is, it's still... Because this is a lot of the worst parts of it. I'm sorry. Really it
0: really is. It is. And it's, it's so... Uh... I have to bring it back up again. It's just so common that the phrase fan service means that. And I that really blows my mind.
1: Oh, yeah. It I mean, really
0: does. Because what? it's just indicative of what the fans want.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, to a similar note, like, uh, I was t- telling you about this the other day. That um, There's Dujinchi, which if you don't know what that is, that is um, hentai comics based right. on a popular product. And... They are not officially licensed, and yet they will show up in comic and bookstores, like, next to the original property. Like, it's that popular. So,
0: essentially, uh, it, it, like, to break it down in American terms, like, if it would be, like, as if uh, Harry Potter, uh, you know, th- to bring up the worst thing to bring up right now. By the way, fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to get that out. Sure. Uh, Harry Potter was sold alongside
1: next to the fan fiction My Immortal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it, obviously not as
0: trashy. More than that, more than
1: that. It would be like if you walked into, um, not a Blockbuster, that's not <laughs> If you walked into a uh, Best Buy. And next to Edward Scissorhands, hands oh, was sure. Edward Penis Hands? Right, right, right. Or if you walk in, yeah, like you watch you. I want to buy
0: I, on Hulu. You go. I want to watch some Family Guy. You start searching Family Guy, and the two things that come up are Family Guy and Family Guy porn from the sidebar ads on the porn site. But it's you go sold to.
1: in stores. But it's
0: sold in stores. Yeah, so that, that does it. Norm, it's very much more normalized to that people just absorb this stuff. That, yes, absolutely. Uh, just like like I don't know. It's yeah, that's wild. That's wild.
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if I cut you off. I'm so sorry. here... I guess... I guess now we go into... Let's get ...the into final it. bit, which is... Would you recommend this to somebody? Um,
0: do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
1: Well, I asked you.
0: So... Well, I'm trying to figure... I had a psychosomatic breakdown right there, and I oh, know, sure. wasn't sure who I was. Sure, I'll do it then. No, I, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I would no. only recommend it to somebody as a novelty, and if they kind of liked anime already... And especially if they were a huge anime fan, which they probably already have known about this. So I'm not even – anybody who doesn't know about this probably isn't really into anime. They may be like – they're probably like me. they probably like, oh, I know Cowboy Bebop. I know that one movie I saw once. I would never be like, you need to watch this because it's culturally important. I would be like, this is interesting that it exists because it's something I haven't seen but uh, I don't recommend it because I feel like a pervert if I do. Totally, that makes that's sense. That's kind of where my that's where so, I land on that.
1: So, what would you recommend as opposed to this? In the same vein, yeah, just whatever how you how you associate it. If I had thought about this ahead, it doesn't of time, have to be anime. Just like no, I
0: know you do. You talk about whether you would recommend this or not sure, while sure. I think about that.
1: Um, generally speaking, no. I might to a few very specific people in like a very highly qualified way, just like warnings of like, look, there's a lot of repetitive stuff, but if you like, if you like battle anime, sure, go for it. If you have a, a strong stomach or high tolerance for like that specific fan service kind of bullshit and you can look past it, sure, go for it. Otherwise, no, I disliked it. I disliked yeah. it a lot. And again, we only watched five episodes, so we disliked those five episodes for the most
0: part. Even though we were kind of interested in the story a little bit. Yeah. It, overall, I it's not something that either of us is clamoring to finish out season one. No. And I did think of a good uh, thing to recommend instead. Sure. Uh, in the vein of uh, this is ridiculous... A little bit over sexualized, but it has like just, it's just madness. Uh, But if you want to get that like fan service in a way, but done in a way that it's clearly satire and it's like how ridiculous the thing is in itself, shoot 'em up. The film, shoot 'em up.
1: Okay. Clive Owen.
0: It is. I didn't mean to see that. It's okay. So basically, it's what Wanted wanted to be, uh, but that movie's not nearly as good. Shoot 'em up is uh, just the briefest explanation. It's a very very campy action film the most over-the-top characters everything is dramatic as fuck it's just ribbing on every single action film trope including the impossibly hot fucking like sex interest in there who's like the lactating nurse and all this stuff and there's a scene there's literally a scene where clive owen is mid-coitus and he's shooting like 20 people as they come in while he's fucking this gorgeous fucking russian woman and she's just like getting like just and it's so funny because it's so stupid and it's clearly not meant to, and also they're all uh, uh, of age there's no uh, uh, there's no <laughs> child tits in it so that's another plus but if you like 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 i think in the conversations we had about this show we weren't sure if this is supposed to be satire of fan service or if it was fan service at least i wasn't sure and I, what I will say 100% is that Shoot'em Up never takes itself seriously for a second and only gets sexual because it's hilariously stupid. This show makes it too fucking
1: weird for me. Okay. It's
0: a very weird parallel to draw, but in the moment, that's what I got. I get it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I get it. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, as for me, I have three. Well, all right then. Uh, and, well, one for each part of the show. Okay. okay. Oh, that would have been better. <laughs> so, well, I... <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm also fun. more of an anime nerd. That so. is true. Okay, so if you want a comedy in anime, uh, go with Mob Psycho 100, which is the sideshow from the creator of One Punch Man. Like, watch One Punch Man, but if, you ha- if you've seen Ari, watch Mob Psycho 100. It's great. It's hilarious. It's one of the most clever shows I've seen in a long time. Now, if you want something that is uh, sexual satire, watch Kill La Kill. Now, also anyone that's seen Food Wars has probably seen all three of my recommendations. Right, 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 right. I'll explain kill a kill for you because I think it's hilarious. So the gag in that show is that clothing gives people powers, but this, delightful. But this girl, she goes to high school and she gets a. Uh, she has the school uniform that when she goes into battle mode, becomes really skimpy, magical girl style. Of course, yeah. She can't and fight the, and not have tits. And the thing is, is like, that's the gag. Sure. Is that the skimpier it is, the more powerful See, you are. That's funny. And it's making fun of it really hard. And it's like, that show makes me laugh a lot. Nice. And like, they do sex in a very funny way. Like, the best friend character is this dumb girl with like a bob haircut And in some sequences, she is just, like, flat-chested, nothing, just very goofy. But then the second they... Need her to be in a compromising pose, she suddenly has double D breasts and they know it. They're like purposely of doing course, it that of way. Of course, of course. And like it's that. very funny. It's that
0: that energy is kind of what I was thinking of when I was trying to explain why I shoot them up in that way. It's like yeah. they are a very aware. It has that FLCL, like fully coolie energy of like, oh,
1: when it's being sexual, it's, it's like it's honest, as a gap. It's
0: honestly a middle finger to the ones that do it for perverted reasons yeah. or whatever. It's Big a, it's, time. A,
1: it's, a, it's a this is what you fucking look like, idiot. Yes. That's <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and then the third one if you want a good non-battle battle battle anime look there's some very good ones coming out recently but I'm not super up to date if you haven't seen it go watch Death Note yeah up until a very specific point in the plot you will know when it happens sure it's kind of like in Twin Peaks where you're just like well fucking now what they found the murderer why is the show going on you're going to hit that moment in Death Note and you can turn it off then you can do it You can do it. Because Death Note, the whole thing is it's like a a sly killer and a really smart detective having battles of wits. And it's done in the same way. Like there's this great sequence where he is trying to covertly kill people by writing their names into a cursed book. Right. But he's also doing homework and he is being watched on camera. And so we have this like big like sweeping arm. Right. As he is writing in his homework. Knowing that, like, he can't be seen writing the book, and then he'll reach into his bag of potato chips, he has the book in the bag of potato chips, he'll write the name in the book, and then pull out a potato chip and eat it. Like a goddamn, goddamn ninja. It's done so dramatically, and it works beautiful. It gives you the feeling of like a super Saiyan fight, except it's just a guy writing while eating potato chips. Which I
0: also believe is covered in that YouTube video that we'll probably link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, like battle, battle, that talks the, the
1: battle anime
0: that's not battle-based. Yeah, uh, yeah. And also, can I admit something to you before we go into plugs here? Sure. I was going to jokingly say, hey, if you want to see young women overly sexualized in an almost pornographic way, go check out Cuties on Netflix. I'm a big Ted Cruz fan now. <laughs> I, but I didn't want to do it because I haven't actually seen Cuties and I know that there's uh, it's a hot hot bait thing so instead sure. i'm going to say my second recommendation is chef watch chef with john favreau and, and john oh, leguizamo it's a great movie about food and uh there's almost no child titties in and it. also there's a show based off it yeah it's great it's, it's great fun. or watch binging with babish literally anything yeah, with binging food. if you're awesome. interested in food shit and don't want to watch hentai porn just watch any cooking show yep <laughs> pretty much and those are my recommendations so hollis this has been a ride
1: it has been a ride
0: what do we what do we talk about here we already talked a little bit in the uh, beginning of the show about people sending us submissions and stuff uh, but if they wanted to like contact you specifically where would they find you uh,
1: so you can find me on Facebook under my own name you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at it's Hollis black
0: or look at the description of this and just click on the dang link I put there mm-hmm how about you? Uh, oh well, you know about the same. I've been uh, going for. it. I'm also under it's all it's black. I just put. I just. I just put. A, it's just a K. There's no C in the black, so it's, it's all black. <laughs> uh, and of course, at KB Anderson Yo and all the things. Uh, hey, go! you can listen to my free show, Bleak and Review. Uh, you probably already do, but if you came here for this show specifically because you're a fan of Hollis and you don't know about what I do, Hollis has been on that show too. It's a, great, it's a podcast. It used to be way more into comedy and now it's kind of a news recap, sad, figuring out life podcast with funny sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's every Friday on the Unpops Network. And uh, you know, uh, let us know what you want to uh, want us to check out. We got a good list going, but we're going to get to everything eventually as long as we're able to obtain the thing in question. Which so far we're having a pretty good we're pretty good streak with from yeah, what we've yeah. researched.
1: research. So uh, if there's anything a on de- your mind, a decent amount of these things that have been requested are things that like I'm already kind of aware of and can immediately pull up at me like. There's uh, been so much anime. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to promise it next episode because I don't know what we're doing next episode. But Me like, but like SCP is what we're going to get to either. That's coming up soon. come next up soon. or the one after very soon. And you were like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Oh." One time I auditioned, not auditioned, I submitted a packet to become a writer for SCP. Don't worry, I will hook you up with a bunch of stuff regarding it. And I was
0: like, oh, I played Control once, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, uh, keep the submissions coming in, please. Uh, Watch Food Wars if you... Come to weird stuff. If you want to, I don't yeah. Know. I like, mean, it's on Hulu. Like you can check it out, uh, see for yourself what. It's you think.
1: fine if you have the tolerance for that type of thing in anime.
0: And if you don't, there's other good anime halls. Told y'all about it. Just have a good time, you know. And uh, 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 uh you know, fuck fascism, uh, fuck, 12. fuck fascism, fuck twelve, fuck 12. big time, uh, a cab,
1: a cab, indeed. Uh, Trump's taxes are bullshit. You can we talk about the fact that my oh boy. job, <laughs> at my job, I I call people who are in tax debt. And I'm like, hi, can I help you get a lawyer? Trump could, Trump qualifies to be one of the people I would need to call for my job. The president of the United States is Ours someone money who to qualifies for me to, to call and be like, hi, I see you did tax crimes. Let us help you. And if that's
0: not America, folks, what is? We'll see you next week. I'm going to eat
1: my own head.
0: Hollis will be eating their own head, so it'll just be me and the smooth sounds of 106.5 The Cock here in Twilight Zone. A lot of references coming at you. We're fading the music out now.
1: Gonna set myself on fire!
0: Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Howard Stern's penis. Sorry, that's the end.
1: (laughs) That was fun.